everyone. I'd like to welcome you to this Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast, this time presenting a conversation with one of the speakers from the characterization of biotherapeutics meeting that will be held at the 11th annual PEGS conference in Boston. PEGS this year is going to be May 4th through the 8th in Boston, and the characterization meeting will take place on the Monday and Tuesday of that week. I'm Kent Simmons. I'm a program director with CHI. With me today is Dr. John Kelly, an investigator in the bioanalytical science and toxicokinetics group at GlaxoSmithKline. And I'd like to thank you for joining us today, John. Thank you, Kent. It's great to be here. John, can you tell us just a bit about your role at GSK and your research background? Sure. So at GSK, I work under the umbrella of drug metabolism and pharmacokinetics. So specifically, I work in bioanalytical sciences and toxicokinetics group, as you mentioned. And in that group, we handle support for preclinical and first-time-in-human studies. So for both small molecules and proteins, they're in the pipeline, and they're dosing them in some form, and they will come and say, we have this compound, we need an assay over this range, and can you give us a method for an assay so that we can complete a toxokinetics package or assessment for dosing in human. And so then my role within the group is to handle the biotherapeutic compounds, so any peptides or proteins that come in that you would need a method or an assay for, I am one of the scientists who might be tasked with developing methods for that. And in addition, any support work that may need to be done on that end, the large molecule end, I can certainly assist with my background and expertise. So really from the analytical side then. I use technology such as immunocapture and then we have oftentimes digestion involved and liquid chromatography, mass spectrometry as the main platform that I use. You can also use ligand binding assays that employ an ELISA-based detection, but for my work I focus on mass spectrometry. So prior to my time at GSK, I was a postdoc at Lilly, and Eli Lilly and Company in Indianapolis, Indiana. I worked on a project that was based around a protein called alpha-synuclein, which is a biomarker key player in Parkinson's disease. So there are limited ways to assess the sequence of this protein, and so I wanted to take a look and analyze the protein intact and quantify in disease samples. So that was a major project that I completed through a grant from the Michael J. Fox Foundation. So that work was published in PLOS 1. I believe it was last year. Prior to that, I completed graduate school at Northwestern University, and I worked on technology development for intact protein mass spectrometry and top-down proteomics. So there, really drove forward technology specifically for a low-flow liquid chromatography, so nano-flow LC coupled directly to mass spectrometry. And it was through that that we were able to achieve, quote-unquote, proteomics. So when we think about proteomics in general, we think about analyzing as many proteins in a short period of time in order to get some sense 
of what's going on in a biological system, but typically digestion is employed to cut the proteins into pieces. So we looked at it from the intact perspective and in order to really drive that field forward technologically. Tell us a little bit about how intact protein mass spec relates to your current work at GSK. We're always trying to be forward-thinking in terms of technology, and typically the sweet spot for intact proteins is under 30 kilodaltons in size. Many biotherapeutics are antibodies, and they are much larger, at 150 kilodaltons in size. And so there's not a straight path for intact protein mass spectrometry on an antibody therapeutic. However, many peptides, you know, think insulin, can be certainly analyzed that way. And I think we want to apply to how would we quantitate an antibody drug or how do we characterize what's happening to the drug in the system. We want to think of it from a whole molecule perspective. So the whole protein molecule, what can happen to it in vivo, and when you have that mindset, it's my belief that then you can think about an experiment and the way you quickly and effectively develop a method in a more efficient manner. I'm very interested to see your talk at PEGS, which is going to be called First Time in Human Support of an ADC, Stability Assay Development and Clinical Experiences. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what you're going to be discussing in your talk there? Sure. What we are interested in is these ADCs, so these antibody drug conjugates. Right? So when we talk about an antibody therapeutic, usually it consists of the scaffold of an IgG molecule, which occurs naturally in the human body, and there's a specific region that binds to an antigen. And so these therapeutics are common, but what makes the ADC unique is they've conjugated a small molecule to the antibody, and that small molecule is typically a toxic payload intended for a cancer cell. So when you think of a chemotherapy, it's dosed, and the chemotherapy alone goes throughout the body and doesn't really discriminate between a cancer cell and a regular cell. But the idea behind the ADC is that you could have an antibody that would go towards an area where the cancer is and then deliver that payload. So it's a trick because, or it can be tricky, I should say, because you have to get not only an idea of the antibody concentration, but then also how much of the small molecule payload is there. And so we call that the drug-to-antibody ratio. So now, thinking about this, we have to develop an assay and a method to see how much of the antibody and how much of the payload is in the system at any given time to make good decisions about dosing and to see if we can assess if there's any negative side effects from the drug. So this is certainly new experiences for most of the scientists, not only at GSK, but other companies as well. And so we want to share our experiences and our methods guiding from early assay development through first-time-in-human bioanalytical study support and essentially do what scientists do and just discuss the results. Here's how we do it. Let's see how you do it. And in addition to that, we want to try and look forward 
and say, here's our current technology, here's the current way we do it, perhaps here in the future is a way we might do it next time, here's some technology that could be used. So I think it'll be a very useful talk to have both basic and advanced pieces of information that can further learning, and uh, hopefully it will spark good discussion. So we're always interested at PEGS in hearing about state-of-the-art technologies that will help to advance this field of science. And I think in the area of ADC analysis, which is certainly new for everyone, given your background in intact protein mass spec, do you see this tool as kind of a given for the future of studying drug metabolism in ADCs or other biologics? I think so. It's interesting because it's not as cut and dry as a small molecule when it comes to looking at the parent molecule and the metabolite. For a protein, there's so many different forms can exist. So if we think about post-translational modification of a regular protein, of course, you know, a drug is going to be highly purified and gone through stringent quality controls to assure that there's only one form or perhaps a few forms of the drug. But then, you know, if we think about antibody drug conjugates, now these payloads are essentially modifications that have been added to the molecule. And I think going back to the technology, if I think about where things were when I started graduate school in 2007 and 2008, since then the technology has come such a long way. And as we think about the technology for intact protein mass spectrometry, where can it go? I think it can expand into this drug metabolism space. And I think the advantages are that it really would help us gain an understanding of all the different forms of this intact protein molecule. And that could be very helpful to solve many problems. If you think about drug metabolism, what happens to this protein? Why, over time, does the concentration go down? Maybe not quite as is expected. So I think if there's that initial investment from companies and to say, okay, we're going to try and utilize this technology to learn more about our drugs and what they can do, I think eventually it will be beneficial. Well, I think this will be a very interesting session at PEGS. I think your talk is accompanied by four others talking about characterization uh, technologies and approaches in the area of ADCs, and we're very much looking forward to that session at PEGS. Tell me a little bit before we go today about what you're most looking forward to in attending the PEGS meeting this year. Well, in addition to just learning anything I can to help me do my job in a more efficient way, I have an analytical chemistry background, and I really enjoy seeing utilization of technology. And I'm involved with mass spectrometry every day, and I read about new instruments that come out. Some of them I might get to test or use. Some of them we purchase, and I get experience through that way. But, of course, the mass spectrometer isn't the only detector. That's not the only analytical instrument. And just in general, I'm eager to see what technology has progressed and how it's being used in different areas because I think it'll be very interesting to gauge that and see that and to see how answers can be, how perspective can be gained on different problems through the utilization of various technology. Well, we look forward to seeing you there in May, 
and the many others attending PEGS this year. I'd like to thank you for your time today and wonderful insights into this very new and evolving field of ADCs in the biopharmaceutical space. Again, this has been a conversation with Dr. John Kelly. He's an investigator in the bioanalytical sciences and toxicokinetics group at GlaxoSmithKline. John will be speaking in the characterization of biotherapeutics meeting at the 11th annual PEGS in Boston this May 4th through the 8th. And the characterization meeting at PEGS will take place on Monday and Tuesday of that week. If you'd like to hear John's presentation in person, please go to www.pegsummit.com to register for the meeting and view the abstracts for the more than 350 speakers at this year's event. This has been another Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast. I'm Kent Simmons, and I'd like to thank you for listening.